Episode 4. And yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Doc in the box for episode 4. You got it. Y'all ready? Talk about. Y'all ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toronto, Brett, Sugo. All right. Live from Sugo. Best restaurant in the city. All about boxing, this restaurant. All about boxing. You want to watch the fights here. Yeah, there's there's not many places around where you can go and watch boxing nowadays. No. It's all MMA, UFC. Yeah. If at all. Do you remember there was a place at Young and Egg? Yes, I remember we used to meet. What was the name of that? And that closed down. It, and now it's a, it's more of an interactive game, oh. e, e-games. Oh, really? E-B or whatever? Yeah, you know what? I don't, well, I don't remember I understood that. I don't know. E-B and then stuff. there used to be the sports cafe on yep. St. Clair. Yep. I don't know if it's there still, but I know I've phoned in to find out if they're showing, playing mm-hmm. fights, and usually they're not. Especially the pay-per-view fights. Remember not. how difficult it would be to go try to go watch a fight, yeah. a boxing match? Yeah. Excuse me, I used to call places. Excuse me, do you have the the Australia Hawaii fight? Um, no, but we have Hawaii's greatest USA. I'm like, not on. That's yeah. not what I'm looking for. I know, I know. Boxing. I wonder if it's the same thing. If we went to Montreal and we went to phone around bars on a Saturday night and see if they had fights on. You know, because boxing there in Montreal is a, is a big fight exactly. town, right? Yep. One of the we've always discussed that, and no, it's not like that. You go the, if you, I remember when I lived in Montreal for a couple of years, and we went to, and there was a big fight on on Saturday night. We'd find it all the time at at bars, especially Lucien Boutte and um, the fights, the Quebec fighters that were fighting mm-hmm. on Showtime, HBO. What I've David I mean, those guys—they're always showing their fights. They're always being shown. But what about just like non-Quebec fighters or non-Canadian fighters? And yes, and and yeah, and, and that too, because it's a fight town. It's a big fight town. So we we got to make Toronto a fight town. Again. That, that, it used to be. It used to be. George Chavalo fought Muhammad Ali, right? Chavalo was in, there in the uh, yesterday. I was invited to this uh, a fight card in Oshawa. Yep. And it was really, they, they, they um, introduced some of the Olympians, past Olympians. Steve Molitor was there. He was a former IBF I, I saw Molitor up champion. in Rama years ago. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I called yeah. him. Uh, I walked into the elevator after his fight mm-hmm. the next morning. It was with his kid. I don't know what I was thinking. And I go, he's all banged up a bit. He won his fight. And I go, yeah. uh, hey, Paul Molitor, great fight last night. Oh, oh the baseball. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Blue Jays. Yeah, and he goes, uh, no, no. I said, oh, no, I don't know. I didn't mean <laughs> did that. Did you get starstruck? I did. By Steve Muller, you yeah. got starstruck? Come on, <laughs> Doc, come on. What would happen if you seen, like, Tyson or Delahoya? Uh, I'd, I'd or be something. like a quivering fool. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> That's funny. And Molitor had a world championship, and then he lost to Jeez, a Cuban a- guy. I think twice or no, he was a Panamanian. Um, Panamanian, Salcino Caballero. Man, your memory for names is good. Well, I I know Steve Mulder really well yeah. because we used to train together with Chris Johnson um, a few years before a few years ago. Chris, Chris, he was from Newfoundland. Chris Johnson? No, no, no. Chris is actually from Kitchener. Okay. 
Kitcher, he's a bronze medalist at the Nova 92 Scotia. Olympics in Barcelona. Okay. Um, he lost to Chris Bird. Wasn't there, there was a Canadian boxer, Johnson. He was either from Nova Scotia. Kirk Johnson. That's it. The heavyweight. That's Kirk it. Johnson. Yeah, was he yeah. Nova Scotia? Or? Yes, he was Nova okay. Scotia. Yeah, North Preston. North Preston, wow. Yeah, that's predominantly the more black area. In, of of uh, Halifax. Of, of, of no, yeah, Halifax. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we're... So we're talking about some weight cutting today. Yeah. We're going to talk about a few things, but... Let's talk about weight cutting. I'm, I want to know what you think, because you've been through it as an amateur, as a pro, as an international amateur, mm-hmm. as a provincial and national, because I know there's different uh, uh, rules about it. But in general, how do you feel about weight cutting... Uh, weigh in on the same day as the fight pros and cons and how do you feel about how it's done in the pros now weigh in the day before great question so the it depends on what commission too right Doc? Right, like right. the ontario commission here there it's same day weighing in ontario where you're weighing in in the morning eight o'clock whatever and then you're gonna fight later on in in the evening time. My 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 feeling on yeah. that I think is good and bad because still you're still gonna get these fighters that are trying to lose drastic amounts of weight to make to have that size advantage when they step in the ring. And therefore, you know, the brain injuries occur when there's dehydration. And right. when there's severe dehydration the brain there's less Right? Fluid in the... You yeah, there's you less... Could, you could less... talk more on that. Exactly, um, yeah. And so that can cause that. And... But then, so if you're weighing in on the day of the fight, um, you don't have that, that uh, an overnight and the next day to, to rehydrate. Or you can still rehydrate, but you can't gain a lot of weight in that same day. So you take away... The advantage of a bigger guy in the same weight class where they weigh in at 150 and then that other guy balloons up to 180 like Canelo can Mm -hmm. when he was at 154 and then you got the other guy that can get up who's small for that weight class and he gains maybe five ten pounds overnight that's that it's it's so funny that you're bringing up these points because these are some of the points that I went back to research and did. Okay. And one was the, the uh, Joey... Do you remember Joey Gamatra's Arturo Gatti fight? Yeah. And yeah. that fight was when Gat, Gatti was he basically not even properly weighed in because he was overweight. and But they still allowed this fight to occur. But the fight was at 141 pounds. Unofficially, Gatti weighed at 160 and Joey Gamatch 145, right? Wow. So that's when they walk into the ring, and that was a brutal knockout that Joey Gamatch sustained against Gaddy. Yeah. And then he he actually sued the New York Athletic Committee, sued both Gaddy and the New York State Athletic Committee, mm-hmm. and the case was tried, and and the state came to uh, um. So the state was, they were accused of negligence and, and lacks of handling of the weigh-in. Yeah. But the judge was not really convinced that there was negligence. And 
and it wasn't the reason there there was a, such a substantial trauma with the head injury. Okay. So the case was pretty much nothing was awarded, no damages or anything. Now, but, you know, it just so like, if 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 the weigh-in had been on the same day, do you think Gaddy would have gotten up? Would have had that weight advantage of 15 pounds? I, I, I think so. I, like I stated, like, there's, these fighters are still going to try to lose mass amounts of weight in a shorter period of time and then put it all back on. And when you put on weight, people get a misunderstanding. Like, and they're like, wow, how did he put on that much weight? But it's more fluid. Right, it's it more, is more water, fluid. right? Absolutely, all fluid, and yeah. and that's going to make you heavier. Your body's made up of seventy, ninety percent fluid, ninety yeah. percent yeah. water. Or you, that's why yeah. you're the doctor, and I'm yeah. the boxer. <laughs> <laughs> How did you? Okay, let's let's take it a little bit different direction, but the same t- question. Um, okay, so how did you feel on the day of the fight? When you weighed in that morning, See, did you thing, feel any different than if you'd had the twenty-four hours? Well, the, there's a difference between uh, we're talking amateur and professional. Yeah, so let's talk about and, when you were an okay, amateur, as, how you actually as felt. As an amateur, there always we always know it's eight o'clock the weigh-in because there'd be a lineup of fighters ready to weigh in because they went to sleep. They lost a whole bunch of weight. They just want to get in and out. They, they went to sleep dehydrated. They yeah. wake, wake up maybe a pound and a half, yeah. pound lighter. And you can't even open your mouth because it's all dry with white stuff. Right. In your, in your <laughs> you mouth. remember those days. It was so funny how we used to, um, we'd all meet up at the, at the weigh-in, line <laughs> yeah. up, and we're all like, hey, what's up? No one's really talking. And we're looking at each other, and our faces are all sunk in. Yeah. Sunk in. Yeah. Uh, we look like, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to say Auschwitz. Yeah. Uh, we're, like, <laughs> concentration camp, but no, I won't use that. Yeah, yeah. You look, but you, we look. You look pretty awful, sallow, yeah. Skeleton. Yeah. Like, yeah. So then, okay, you do the weigh in. Mm-hmm. Then what's the first thing you do after the weigh in? The first thing we you do is uh, just drink as much as flu- <laughs> I've done that. Water times you- or Gatorade because you what, need to what, get whatever's yeah the electrolytes. Electrolytes, and, yeah. Whatever's accessible okay. because at this point you're so dehydrated, right? Yeah. If you see a thing of Gatorade, you're like, oh no, I better not drink that. No, I better not drink the water. Better look for Gatorade. You're like, no, let me drink that. Whatever's I'm thirsty. there. I'm so thirsty. And then did you um. As the day went on, would you eat something as well that day? Of course, like you, 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 you don't overly drink too many fluids okay. because then your body's so full, and then you don't want to eat, and you need the energy right. from the food, um, the carbohydrates and things like that that you get from pastas and what whatnot. So yeah, you you have a equal, you have a good. You're supposed to have a good balance. And did you feel oh, okay? So. And then by fight time, did you feel like your normal self again? Yeah, and especially in the amateurs, because in the amateurs, you, you all the thing is that if you're gonna go far in the tournament, yeah. you had to win every day, every morning. Right. So if you're fighting three or four times, you gotta win three or four times, okay. so you don't have an opportunity to do Arturo Gatti, put on all that weight. Right. Because then you gotta win tomorrow. Right. When you Good beat point. this guy. 
right? And that's a very good point. So, so then when you were in the pros and you weighed in the day before, that was just a one-off fight the next mm-hmm. day, would you really put on a lot more weight? Not really, Doc, because I'll, I'll, and I'll bring up this point, okay? Like, here's an example Floyd Mayweather. When, when he... The, the the day of the fight, like he puts on maybe two pounds, yeah. if that. Yeah. Look, the guy's always in shape. He's, yeah. You're supposed to stay close to your weight. Yeah. So if you're staying close to your weight, the next day, you you should be by fight time. You should be about maybe six, five. I'd say about five six pounds heavier. So did you than the, what you weighed in at? Okay, so in your career pro career were you always even in between fights were you hovering around your fight weight usually no way man that's what was my downfall in the pro ranks that my downfall was that after i have a fight in montreal or whatever i'd win my fight i'd go back to windsor for a couple weeks because that's where i'm from and then mom's home cooking yeah eat <laughs> eat i used to come back like i was stung by a whole bunch of bees <laughs> that people were like, I remember like one Madonna time. Madonna when he first retired. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one time Stefan LaRouche was like, uh, hey, I was because I was training, we were training at Claude Robillard Center in his gym, and he's like, hey, come step on the scale. This is just when I got back from Windsor. Yeah. I'm like, man, I'm not stepping on the scale. He's like, come on, come on. He just wanted <laughs> to see right, how much weight I put on. Probably like 15 pounds. Easily. And, and did you ever. Oh, we got so many fans calling in. I know, in. I know. Um, We're popular. Hold your calls, peeps. Yeah. Uh, so when they... Did you ever fight anybody where the next day you looked at him and went, oh man, this dude just looks a lot bigger than I remember at the weigh-in? Or that never happened? No. Not, not that I can really... Not that I can really recall. But mind you, I've had some opponents where I'm like, yo, how the hell is he a band weight, this guy? And oh. I'm like, these guys are huge. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Okay. So I, it's funny because I, I saw an interview with uh, Khan recently because he's got an upcoming fight. And he was talking about how big Canelo looked uh, the next day of the fight where at the weigh-in, they looked, you know, Canelo and, and Khan looked comparable, right? And, and granted, Khan was a small 154, right? Coming up two-way yeah. classes. So yeah. he said that he, he was about Canelo the next day. Was back up to about 180. And Khan was maybe maybe 160. Well, Khan, yeah. And, sure, and when they got in the ring, he, he said, I couldn't believe how big, much mm-hmm. bigger Canelo looked yeah. to me. Is that the same guy I weighed in with the day before? I know. I don't know if that would have happened. If they both weighed in on the same more, if the weigh-in was on the same morning of the fight, I don't know. So that that's where I'm kind of I sway back and forth from weigh-in the night before and weigh-in the same time. But yeah, at the end I, of the day, Khan should never, and I agree, should never have gone up to weight classes. Right, right. See, but thing, he did, and the money but, was there. So like, it, it, we're debating what's better: that's the day before weigh-in right. or the same day weigh-in, and it's. It can go either way because, yeah. like I said, some fighters are still going to lose all that drastic amounts of weight right. on the day of, the day of, and then I mean, sorry, um, uh, to make that weigh in in the morning, you know, yeah. and and 
or people that, or they'll lose a whole bunch of weight the day of the fight and then when they get in the ring they're not hydrated they're still dehydrated yeah see and that can be dangerous really dangerous Very too dangerous. and that's when the brain injuries are right they're that's more more susceptible yeah more, more susceptible exactly to, right to that okay i think you know at the end of the day it's it, it's uh it's a f- equal sort of an equal pros and cons so mm-hmm. um i don't know we i don't think we solved which is better but i think in general maybe it leans more to the day before i think in the pros. so I, I think so yeah. and i think and in the pros it, it works better because then you can have the wane open to the audience you know how they have uh, those big yeah, waves good point. to the audience good point right and that's going to generate um right. the interest in the fight and you got it it's all about that right? yeah it's about right. that's the business part of it yeah. and that makes total sense yeah let's move on to sort of a related topic mm-hmm. but one that i i do have a opinion about specific opinion about i want to hear what your opinion is and that is catch weights because there are pros and cons uh, with a catch weight, um, what do you feel about catch weights in general? I my my opinion on it is I know you know Canelo's done the catch weight. Uh, there there all these fighters are doing it, yeah. But only the ones that that uh, can command that. Not not just any other any fighter can Great say, point. "Oh, I want to catch weight. I want to fight this guy." Sean Porter can't be like, "I want to fight," right? Because you can't, right? So it's not necessarily. Adrian Bonner can. Right. Or Mayweather did. Mayweather did. He, you know. So in other words, yeah. So that's a good point, actually, because I at first I was thinking I, I'm against catch weights. Mm-hmm. You know, you have that's the purpose of a, having weight classes. I agree. Right. So I'm not really for it, and I used to think that. Well, maybe it's not a bad idea if you do catch weights. You may see more. Fights, better fights with yeah. top guys, but mm. you just brought up a good counter to that, and that is there's only a few guys that could command that. Yeah. So, um, for or against overall catch weights? Honestly, for it because it it allows for fights to happen because if the one guy is at the lower weight class, one below, he's middleweight, and the other is a super middle, and they're gonna meet in between. Then meet in between. Yeah, but like you said, it, at the end of the day, there's only how many more fights are there going to really be? Because there's only a few guys that could command it. Right, right. You know, what if all these guys, what if that's what holds up a contract signing? Is two guys want to fight and the guy's yeah. saying, well, I want, you come down two pounds. Yeah. You got to come down three pounds. I'll go up two pounds. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't know, but I... I'm kind of like let's let's stick with the weight categories and and if a guy wants to fight heavier, that. okay, put yeah. on the weight properly and fight in the next uh, weight class. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking about it, anyways. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, I yeah I agree with that. I mean, just going back to the weight, the um, all we had so it was funny because I was talking briefly about the Oshawa now being by Mark Irwin being um, honored there and brought to there. Mike Strange was there too. Mike, Mike, I remember we, I, I talked to Mike there and we were like talking just, you know, 
I'm like, hey, Mike, me, we're like, it's like a brotherhood because we're Olympians. We went to Olympics For sure. together. For and sure. And we're talking about our stories together. Yeah. Like, hey, remember in the village this? Sitting yeah. Olympics in the village that? And I'm like, so I can't talk about these things on air. These are just, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. But, um, yeah, and then we're talking about making, I'm like, yeah, we're, we're going to, our our next episode we're yeah. talking about making weight hey mike i know man you have to lose a lot of weight too just like me we all had to do it put on that tube put on the sauna suit a whole bunch of baby oil all over your body i actually still do that till today because that's so you and then the sauna suit and then you're jacked and you're running in the heat and you're losing all this how miserable then, is that there's it, and what about going to a, going to the airport and knowing that you have to travel all day, but you can't drink one thing because oh. you got to weigh in the next day and you don't want to put on weight because you, the weight fluctuates when you fly, you get a little bit heavier and stuff too. Wow. That's why so. I'd rather, did you used to, when you knew you were flying like over to England for some of your fights, would you go a few days early just because of that so you didn't have to sit in the plane without drinking any water or anything like that? Yeah, I, if it was a pro fight, but yeah. not amateur. Amateur is like, bam, we just want to get you there and then bang, get you back oh, home. And that's, that's it, rough. right? That's rough. Go there, win, come back home. And how did you find that whole process of, of losing weight? Cutting away. You, Were you, you got, pretty miserable you doing it? it. The oh, thing, you did. Dog, the thing was like, it's funny because like on the way to a tournament, when we're going to different countries, say like Hungary, and this is exciting, you're going to go see a different country yeah. or whatever. And us, we're at the airport, and you know, we're we're talking a little bit here and there, but we're just hungry and we're thirsty and stuff. <laughs> we don't really want to talk, and our mouths are dry. But always on the way back. Yeah. From the tournament, it was, our faces were swollen, like, we all stung by a whole bunch of bees <laughs> again, and we're just enjoying the way yeah. back, because you can eat, and you can drink, and you don't have to worry about it. And yeah, that was your reward for yeah. the suffering. Yeah, Was exactly. to dr- drink and eat afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Gluttony. <laughs> Gluttony. Oh, by the way, I... I I know we talked last week briefly in our last podcast, episode episode three, about the uh, Ryan Garcia fight, Jose Lopez. Right. Um, I, I think we forgot to mention, he's trained now by uh, Reynoso. Oh, right. Canelo's. Canelo's, dude. Yes, we did, we did mention that. We so didn't. at the end of his fight, he called out uh, Gervonta Davis. And so now you've... He's, he's ready for him now. He feels say. like he's ready. Javante Davis is a monster, man. He, and and he's, just fight, he's fighting again now, and it's a confirmed... I think it's a confirmed date. Yeah. July, June or July in Baltimore, his hometown. Who, do you know who he's fighting? Not, no, opponent not to be... Uh, to be an... TBA. Okay. You know those TBAs? Yeah, yeah, the TBA guy. Mm-hmm. So he is... Uh, also in that weight class is Lomachenko, of course, mm-hmm. and uh, Teofimo Lopez. Lopez. Yeah, let's. Those are all young guys outside of the Lomachenko, who's still young relative to yeah. me. But um, those three guys are the future of that weight division right now. Most definitely. Let, let, let's, Most definitely. Let's get these guys. Maybe it's too soon to fight each other. That's build them up more. Build up their Lomachenko's records. Fighting. Um, 
Crowley. Yeah, it's a Friday night that fight. Is it? Is it? Yeah, I, I checked. I look. I saw that, and I'm like, I think that's a misprint. Is it? Uh, no, that's. But I'm thinking. I'm like, is I'm that gonna a, recheck. When is there a fight on Friday? Unless it's Friday night fight. I don't know. I don't know. It's that. That's what I was surprised about. Yeah. I, and I noticed when uh, now that we've got you know DAZN and you've got ESPN mm-hmm. and you got Fox and yeah, still Showtime was, having right. fights, seeing more fights on Friday, not just Saturday, some Sunday afternoon fights. Yeah, as you're well. right about that. Like it's changing up the it, landscape and it has a bit. To in order to com- you compete. can't just compete back right. with like. These big networks and these other fights are going to the other right. days. Yep, and, and they're competing against uh, the UFC, MMA, because they, they're showing their fights on Saturday nights and Friday yeah. nights, I think. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of competition uh, on, on TV. And with these apps now, um, it makes sense if they do it on a Friday night or any night of the week almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let you wanna, let's speak a little bit about... Clarissa Shields yeah. and yeah. Christine Hammer. Yep. That's uh, the big female unification fight that's happening. Is she undefeated, Hammer? She's undefeated. And okay. and she she's undefeated. She's 24-0. Really good record. She's yeah. from Kazakhstan. Yeah. So she's going to be, she's a disciplined fighter. Kazakhstan, but Germany, fighting under Germany, but from Kazakhstan. She's a, she's a good fighter. Um, and my my take on Clarissa Shields, yeah. yes, I like, she's a, she's an amazing fighter. She's really good. Like, yeah. when I fight her, when I watch her fight, I'm like, she fights like a man. Yeah, and she's no, got skill. No offense to any woman or anything, but. Yeah, there is I a difference. Believe, there's a difference generally. in skill set. Yeah. Right. Yep. And and I think with Clarissa, the only thing with Clarissa Shields, I mean, look, she's she dominated. Um, she's a two-time gold medalist in the yep. Olympics. Yep. That's a huge feat. Um, I just don't like her her sometimes her like cockiness and 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 arrogance. I don't. I, I'm never a fan of that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. If she sometimes losing a fight and coming back from it and kind of losing the cockiness is is not a bad it thing. Humbles and it you, right? humbles you. Humbled. Your can, career can keep progressing too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. You know, she, I know she came from a tough situation. Flint, Flint, lots of poverty, unemployment, yeah. and to come up out of there, maybe you need that kind of over that confidence borderline cockiness to succeed i don't know okay i agree i mean mayweather was from flint too right right grand rapids grand oh sorry grand rapids Rapids, michigan you're right michigan though um because like but she better not be over cocky that's what i mean like she she goes if i was a man i'd be one of the greatest that's a quote that she said if i was a man i'd be one of the greatest a boxing. Whoa, boxing. that's a big statement. It is. How many pro fights has she had? Eight and zero. Oh. You eight can't say oh. that at eight and zero. Oh. Yeah. No way. Not at all. She. I. I don't like the. I'm surprised. And then the, the one time in the ring, she was, uh, Christine Ham. Christine Hammer got in the ring, and she's like, 
She's like, oh, oh. she was like talking, say, I'll whoop your ass. I'll whoop your ass. Yeah, I will. Like, like talking like that. I'm like, I don't. I, I know. Don't like it's that. a turn off of it. Let, I honestly, I'd like to see Hammer Beater just for the being that arrogant and cocky. Right. And bring you back down to earth. Yeah. The ring, you can't lie. Exactly. Well, ring tells the truth. And, and, and being, uh, being overconfident. Mm-hmm. Um, against an undefeated fighter with that many fights. With that, she deserves you know respect. That? She does, but yeah, she does. I mean, oh, the, uh, the hammer. hammer. The hammer. The hammer. 24 hour old. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Past, past women. Yes. Um, we get you, know, obviously, Leila Ali, Lucia yep. Re- Riker. Riker, what a beast she, she was. was. Christy Martin, she was a, a great, tough fighter. You know, Riker also trained uh, at Customato's uh, right. uh, farm or oh, oh, in yeah? upstate New yeah. York. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was a big fan of box. Like she was a fan of boxing she, too. She was always a fan. Yeah, right? yeah. Tough, tough girl. And then she was in the movie. Uh, uh, what was the movie with Clint Eastwood? He's a trainer. No, no, that was. Um, was that no? That was Riker that, in that movie. Yeah. Oh, she was in there yeah, too. Yeah, okay, she played right. the villain. She played, yes, yeah, the villain yes, boxer. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, yeah. Like I remember the one gym I used to train at. In, well, in Windsor, I used to go sometimes to Border City Boston Club. Yeah. On Drewlard Road there, and I used to train a lot with a couple women, and I give them a lot of respect and credit. Janine Garside, she was really tough. She was um. She won a WBC women's title. She was a southpaw. I used to spar like a man, man. I used to throw hard shots at her. Yeah. And she was tough. She would take him, you know, like get hurt from a body shot, but she's still coming back strong. Yeah. And it was, hey, there's respect. Right. There's respect. A pro fighter is still a pro, and chances are they're you know they're gonna be uh, tough as nails you can't make it into the pros without being tough no definitely not definitely not um the one the one thing i can say about women's boxing that is kind of like the like put an asterisk by it women's boxing because one is there's the lack of depth and competition in boxing for in women's boxing yeah yeah right yeah that that's one thing, and also historical historical um, facts or historically, and it, it it hasn't been historically like like Ali Muhammad Ali, Joe Frazier. Right, like this we don't have that, that same history right. and that history, the factual right history, and and that that maybe that starts with the Christy Martins, the Heather, I forget her name. Uh, oh, uh, Katie Taylor. Katie yeah, Taylor. She's the she's the uh, Irish girl. Yes, I've really, seen her. She has really got some fu- skill. She's really good, dog. Yep. She's Katie Taylor, um, thirteen and all, yep. Olympic gold medalist. I've seen her. I've seen her uh, from fight, Ireland, and I've seen her um, shadow box, mm-hmm. and she's she's the real deal. She's yeah. got real skill. Yeah, but maybe the the women now, like the Clarissa Shields, they uh-huh. they have to. They've, they're creating the history. Yeah. You know? Well, Carissa Shields, she's with all those guys like Andre Durrell and, 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 and his brother, Anthony, Anthony Durrell, yeah. and those other guys from, from that area. 
And they're they're all they seem a little bit cockier to me. Yeah, maybe. Adrian Broner, those guys from mid um, from Ohio, yeah. Michigan. So maybe that rubs off a little maybe. bit when you're always with with Who the, knows? The, the you're a product of your people. environment. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, right? true, true. In a good way and a bad way. Yeah. In a good way, there's a lot of talent there. There's a lot. That, that'd be amazing to to feed off of that kind of um, expertise of fighters that Absolutely. they have there. And, and she's kind of she's she's young still too. I, yeah. and I mean young in the ways of of the she's only twenty four in she's the world. Only yeah. Years old. So she'll. Oh, I, I'm sure as she matures, we'll see. Maybe we'll see less of that cockiness, but yeah, she does have skills. She's talented. She works hard, um, so she's got the recipe to remain world champion. Mm-hmm. But let, let's see how her career plays out. And I like how you you made that comment about you know her situation, where she came from, all yeah, and it that always does play factors. Yeah, on the hunger that you you you're gonna have. Because of your situation, like when I went to Detroit and used to spar with those guys at that gym, Adam Butzels, man, these guys were like, I used to walk in that gym, they used to be, when I first walked in there, Doc, yeah. they like, yo, uh, who's this white boy? This white boy, where he from? I'm like, I'm from Windsor. They like, where that is? And they're, they're just like, <laughs> and they try to kill me all the time. Then they, then I'm like, hey, I'm not, I'm not white, guys, I'm Indian. They're like, what, Indian, like, oh, oh, oh like, Native Indian, like oh, that. Man. I'm like, no, man, no. Like, from <laughs> India, like like that. Right, you know? right. But you gain their respect because you have to. You fought them in the ring. And yeah, the thing is, like, over there, Doc, I, like, they, those guys used to beat me up, and they were better than me. Yeah. But I used to always came back, came back, and then I, I will lie to my dad because he brought me there all, every morning. Most mornings, took wow, my dad across the border. I was border. these guys. They were beating me up, beating me up. Then it started becoming my turn. And I was like, and they're called Greg Carverson, who who fought Hector Camacho when Camacho was in his prime. Lost the decision to, to Camacho. Yeah. Greg the Candyman Carverson. Man, he was good. My dad used to come watch um, their training. Yeah. Because Greg, he was so nice to watch. Like, he was from the school of the Mayweather school of, um, uh, with uh, Floyd Senior. So he had Grand some defense. Rap in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Yeah. And they learned that, you know, like, yeah. they do those moves like, blah, like that, Drew, there. They call me Drew, a- Andrew, Drew. Yeah. Like this, Drew, blah, here, 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 go underneath. That's a double jab, that's it. And then when it, when nice. he used to spar, he would go nuts. He'd be like, come on, Drew, yeah, 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 come on, yeah, yeah, that's it, get him, come on. It was, it was just a mad It's intense. It was, it was great. But you probably improved quite a bit oh, from that experience. Man, that, that's what made me. Right. I, that's what made me the fighter I became. Yeah. So there's, there's, it's good to be around that 100%. energy, that cockiness of yeah, guys. And I, then, then. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna shut that guy hey, up, that he, big mouth up. Right, these guys were like cocky, like I'll I'm, be so, I'm so white, by the way. Okay, <laughs> sir, I'm gonna shut you right up. Oh, uh, excuse me, sir. <laughs> if you mind, just keeping it down a little bit. <laughs> What's this boy saying, man? <laughs> but yeah. it did make you as a fighter. Yeah, so there's a there's that's that's an ingredient maybe that's a part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, man. It was uh, it was amazing, and they were. 
the people in Detroit, like the fighters there, they were always so nice. My dad would always come. Yeah. He'd always be like, Mr. Cooner, Mr. Cooner. I- I'm not surprised, and, you yeah. know, because fighters, there's, once you, they, you have their respect. Yeah. That's it. You just earn, once you earn yeah. the respect, they're good. But you got to get the respect because when I first started right. going there and sparring, yeah, I remember one guy. His name was Thirteen. They called him Thirteen. Yeah, because that's the only word he spoke. Because one time they asked him when he first started there, "Hey, how old are you?" Thirteen. That's the only thing he used to say. So they, <laughs> they called him Thirteen. Man, Devel Gibbs. That's what his name was. And uh, we had some board at the beginning. He was like. Try to kill me. One yeah. time he headbutted me. He pushed me down on the floor and stood <laughs> over top of me. Yeah. And stuff. I'm like, but then you got to get the respect. Then right. you start beating him up. I'm like, yo, this is how it's going to go, man. Good, good. That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, That's how good it's going to be. Too. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk about one other thing. Yeah. And that's... Um, well, one other fighter, and we haven't really spoken about him in yeah. a while, but Sergey Kovalev. Yes. And he has a, a fight coming Yard. up with Anthony Yardy. Yeah. From the English guy. Yeah. This is a WBO mandated fight. Yeah. Kovalev, who now is 33 and 3. Yeah. One draw, 28 KOs. Yardy. Or Yard or. Whatever, yeah, I call whatever. him Yard. Or Yard, because probably he's English. There's right? your so British Yard, accent, Yard, yeah. Yard, eh? He's 18-0, 17 KOs. Yeah. And this is, so this, so since Kovla beat Yilder, uh, Yilder? A leader, yeah. I'm sorry, Leader yep. Alvarez. Yeah. Because the first fight, Alvarez won that fight. Yep. It was a good upset. Yep. Knocked but him then out. he knocked him out, yeah, yep. and won WBO title. It was a good, good win. Then Kovalev came back, revenge that. Yeah, and, Kovalev uh, and good in that fight too. He did, but he, you know, he was trailing on all all the cards. Kovalev he, yeah. was really no, um, no, a uh, leader was. Uh, no, Kovalev was. Wow, because I I thought he was winning the fight all the way through. What I read that I didn't watch the whole fight. Yeah, he was reading. He Kovalev was, was dominating. Okay, yeah. we'll we'll go with that. Anyways, so now the now this fight with Yarde, the yeah. mandatory, Kathy Duva, who's who's uh, Kovalev's promoter yep. main events, is trying to get the fight to happen on June first in in uh, Kovalev's hometown, Chilambasic, Russia. Okay. Imagine how that would be to fight there against. Okay, first of all, we know the we. Okay, let's not let let's be serious. The racism and stuff from from Kovalev and and he's fighting another black fighter from England. Gonna go over to that little yeah. town in Russia. Yeah. Look, I mean, I think um, you didn't hear any of that racist stuff when Kovalev fought Alvarez twice. No mention no, of that and anything. So right. I think he's got from a per trainer. Uh, yeah. uh, I don't think Jackson thought he was a racist. But, but look at look at what is. But look at okay. I I don't want to get too political. Okay. But the thing is, like, look at his um, um, his fight with Adonis Stevenson. Remember, remember what was what was the picture of what it was his son or had a. A, a banana and stuff and like and a shirt 
that's it had a monkey instead of Adonis or something or a gorilla. Right, right. Remember that? And then he claimed like oh yeah stupid. you're right like oh i don't know this is not this is a joke in in russia but everywhere else to be deemed racist yeah which yeah. it really was come on don't play yeah. stupid we know we know how those countries can be yeah where it's isolated yeah he knows he was, he was playing stupid you're no you're probably right shit <laughs> excuse my language but wait that's, wait sorry what did you say i'm probably right you're probably right what yeah I what know. say it again I know, you're not used to hearing that <laughs> <laughs> but I think you're right on that. Yeah. Yes, Andrew. Thank you. You are right. Thank you. But, so, so you're right. So let's say. So is that what you're kind of expecting? No, what, is a no, kind no, of a what, hostile what, crowd? No, what, what, I wanted, what I was leading to is even yeah. worse than this. Yeah. And then this race is is the that fight can be stopped, and it most likely will be because of upcoming court case that Kovalev has, oh, no. where. Okay, his victim, this girl, Jamie Fonts, filed an $8 million lawsuit that she was attacked by Kovlev. You listen to this, okay? Yeah. Attacked by Kovlev at a party after rejecting his advances. So then Kovlev and her friend walked back to, like, some cabin and, like, to her cabin was around there. And um, then her friend claims that she was Kovlev followed her to her cabin and then claims to have she claims to have suffered a broken nose, concussion, oh, a displaced no. disc in her neck from being punched in the face. And he was arrested on June 9th for that assault by assault by means of force, likely to cause great bodily harm. So now what's happening is now the uh, case is coming up, a court case is coming up that it has to be uh, submitted that there's enough evidence to go to the right, to go right. to trial. I mean, so she's case. got medical records that probably she just said confirm her. Nose and concussion and yeah, and that's so she, crazy. That is crazy, and she probably has medical records to yeah. to as evidence to support that. Mm -hmm. um, that's disappointing to hear about him. Uh, this is a guy that's also married and, and has a kid. Yeah. And and has a still has a good, especially after beating Alvarez, has a real good future as a light heavyweight champion. You know, that's, that's really thought, a shame, It man. is, because we thought, like, he's back in the picture. He's yeah. back in there. He's back yeah. in the... Um, Some of these guys are their worst enemies, it seems. They are. They, and, you, you make your bed, you lay in it. Yeah, yeah. That's what, what. That's the way it goes. So, did it say when that pre-trial is going to happen, or? I, yeah, I think they did say a date, but I, I okay. don't. I don't remember what. So date. that fight may not happen at the end of the day. That fight probably it may not because she's not going to even. She's going to probably be in. Be charged. Be in charge or. Yeah. Which, he is being charged already. Yeah. Oh, so but he may be. You think the the court case may occur. now will a commission suspend a license pending a court case? Well, here that uh, happened. Didn't that happen with Mayweather? No. The, what happened with with Mayweather? Well, yeah. They 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 um, postponed his case until after the fight oh. with Mayweather. You know why? And I always talk about this. Because Mayweather is this big. 
in Nevada, in the state in, of Nevada. In the state of Nevada, and because he generates so much money to that yeah. state when he fights, yeah, that they couldn't afford to have him go away to jail, right? Um, and not get that payday that right. Mayweather. Everyone gets paid for Mayweather payday. Right. <laughs> Mayweather. See, so so he doesn't have that clout behind him, Kovalev. No. No, not that. And quite time. frankly, that's a price you pay. You know you got to fight. You know you're you're the champion. You you have a career. You have a responsibility. And um, you got to uh, you got to live up to that responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a shame. Now this guy Yard. Have you seen some of his, most of his fights have been against other Brits. Right. Uh, he doesn't have any big names on his record in that eighteen and zero. Uh, I've watched a couple of his fights. He likes the fight coming forward. Um, Is he a he, No, no. He's, no? He, I don't believe so. He, um, he comes forward, though. Right. So that, you know, can he come forward against the, if the fight happens against a heavy hitter like Kovlev, who has ski, uh, skill as well mm-hmm. and knows how to slip and counter? Um, and then I don't know how good he is backing up. But I did notice he's got... That little Mayweather camp thing where the he tucks roll. the shoulder roll yeah. and then throws an uppercut off it, oh, yeah. off a slip like in that. the shoulder roll. So he's he, the kid's got some technique and he's got a bit of power there too. Yeah. Um, but I mean, could, like I've I've heard like most forms and most even really belong in a ring with Kovalev. He hasn't fought any yet, guys right? at that level. Yeah, yeah not, exactly. Not that level. But he's he's very athletic looking. He's got a pretty muscular physique as well. Um, but you're right. If you've never faced guys like that, mm-hmm. um, I think you're, you're in for a big surprise, especially with a yeah. heavy puncher. You get hit once by Kovalev, yeah. you it, start fighting differently. It changed, what did Tyson say? Everyone's got a plan to get punched in the face. Yeah. And if you get punted in faith with a hall punt, then you just <laughs> not a bad Tyson, it's actually. One of the greatest fathers of all time. <laughs> That's good. It's, That's good. It's the, one of the greatest of all time. Oh, man. I, the only impression I can do is uh, Angel Garcia, Danny oh, Garcia's no, let's hear that. Okay. Yeah, man, the truth is the truth. You put your hand over the sky and the sky's the truth. You can't cover the truth. Oh man, oh my truth God. is the truth. Oh my God, <laughs> that's all I can do. That, that's not bad. Yeah, it's not the, great the though. The contest is good. The delivery, I'm <laughs> not. I'm so gonna good. practice for next week, okay. anyways. I'll Deliver- come up with better, yeah. something better. Delivery. I'll do a Bernard Hopkins. That's what I'm gonna work oh, on. Oh wow, that's a tough one. That's to a do. tough one, but I, it can be done because yeah? he speaks in a very. He's out. Al- he chooses his words. Well He's, I, I love that. I love the fighters that are well, yeah. well spoken and, you know, they, you like to listen to their yeah. post fight interviews because they're going to speak. Not like, not like, man, I won that fight. They, man, they're just trying to make that, they're just trying to make that fight with Floyd and, and, uh, and what's his name, and Pacquiao. Man, I beat that boy just for the hood. Yeah. And, and, so it's not such a different. Like that. I don't want to hear no. interviews like that. Like uh, Danny uh, Danny Jacobs is a really good speaker as well. He, he speaks is. very, and I've heard of him do some commentating too. He's really good. Good segue into this. Can I was going to talk about Canelo? Hey. It's coming up. Noise, noise. Yeah. Cinco de Mayo, but yeah, he is a he is very well spoken. Yeah, um, I like 
Andre Ward. I love this yeah. Andre Ward. Polly he, He's one of the best, Polly. I, Polly, I, I love Polly. I watch him on some of his uh, interviews on Fight Hype. Mm-hmm. Um, there, I'm plugging Fight Hype. <laughs> but he, um, when he analyzes a fight, he just it has the ability, because of his vocabulary and the way he speaks, to really express, and you, as an audience person in the audience, you really can understand what mm-hmm. he's talking about yeah. and get that, understand the insight. The insight. That he has. Exactly. He is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, really yeah. good. Yeah, I, love I love listening to this dude. One of my favorites is Roy Jones. Even though sometimes you may not understand what the hell he's saying. I thought he was amazing. He's awesome though. He, yeah. Pensacola, Florida in the house. Uh, I can't do <laughs> I it. Pensacola, Florida. That's right. He's a Florida yeah. boy. He, um, uh, I love listening to, to him as well. I just thought he was right on the ball. Yeah. And, you know, if he disagreed Always. with something that Max yeah. uh, Kellerman said or whatever, it. he'd say it. Let's speak about some of the words. George Foreman. Oh, my goodness. George Lennon <laughs> Lewis. Oh, man. Yeah. Lennon's, like, Lennon's style as a commentary style yeah. was as boring as his fighting style. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good he was a good fighter and good champion of yeah. course and all that yeah but he wasn't he was boring it wasn't appealing to me right right you know um i i still enjoyed his fights but uh you're right as a commentator no it's not his area of expertise yeah, no no but he's promoting fights now yeah apparently. do you like um teddy atlas as a commentator i i do but sometimes he goes off on everything right everything instead of everything's an analogy there's more analogy than actual content of what's going on right there and then Mm -hmm. it's more of it's like and then he'll go off and these crazy descriptions like too descriptive as Mm -hmm. well Mm -hmm. but um just listening to his knowledge of yeah. fighting. Yeah. I, I do enjoy that part of it. Yeah. But the commentating, eh. And I liked, remember he used to do, uh, you get that guy and they do a down. I like that. What, what's Why the, did they stop that? That, that was, was excellent. That was good. How to beat, well, let's tell our listeners how to, they'd say, okay, so in this fight, I'm yeah. so-and-so, and here's what he's Joe got to Tessitore do. did it. Uh, no, was it Jose, Jose Tessitore? And no, I think. No, was, I don't know who that guy was that he did it with so they would just demonstrate have them in the stance either lefty righty and then they demonstrate this you know right so he's got a bang come down and and just that is i love that stuff bernard hopkins used to have a segment uh in ring in ring magazine as well yes he did which was excellent too yeah he talked about setting traps Mm -hmm. he Combinate certain uh, yeah. slipping and, and countering. Yeah. It was it, good. I love stuff a, like it's that. It's a beautiful sport, eh? That's it's, when you really appreciate yeah. it. Like you're like, oh, you can do all these little maneuvers and they make a big difference. Oh, when you start, that's the beauty of it. So that Jacobs fight, it, yeah. It, how do you feel about that? What's your what's your what's your take on it? Oh man, I I'm a. I like I I really like Canelo. I think he's a pound for pound guy, but I also love the way Danny Jacobs fights. And um, yeah, you know Canelo's going into this fight with a lot of confidence, but I also believe that that Jacobs has improved. Like every fight, he looks better and he, better and he better. Does. So. 
I don't know. I don't think there's. I think it's going to go the distance. My worry, though, is if it's close, the golden child is going to get. Oh, 100 percent. If it's a close fight, you know it's going right. to count weight because of what the next fight is going to bring. More money. Everyone right. gets paid. But Cannot money draw in boxing right. since Mayweather has retired, but he'll come back. Probably. He's going to fight Pacquiao. But do you think, do you think, and he must be, if we're talking about it, Danny Jacobs must be aware of it too. He must be sitting down with his trainers and yeah, going, man, if this goes the distance, they're going to give it to him. Yeah, you can't, it can't Just be like close. they gave it to Triple G when right. I went the distance and beat him. Yeah. So they're talking about it. Exactly. Yeah, um, good, good point. So they got to have a plan for that. Uh-huh. And that's either... Throw more punches. Got to dominate or it's, dominate. He's got to do. He's got to beat him in every category. Right. Every category he has to out hustle him. Right. He has to beat him. He has to win the rounds. It has to be. You know how they they, they always say you got to knock him out to win. Just yeah. got to knock him out to win. Maybe he's got to knock him out to win. Maybe he Canelo's does. Now is a cash cow. The cash cow. He commands more money than Mayweather did. Yeah. Now he does. Well, so how do I see that fight going? Um, I see it going the distance, and then they give the decision to Jacobs, even if we're watching this going, oh, I think Jacobs outpointed him. But I think they still give it to yeah. Canelo. And yeah, that's a shame that, because that's exactly I don't want to see that. I want to see Danny Jacobs beat yeah. him. I'm a Danny Jacobs fan. Yeah. Hey, I, he, the first GG, with the fight with GGG, he won that fight. I it was very, so. it was close. It was close. But I... You've seen um, uh, GGG, which we never seen him, a guy invincible right. to finally get... Outboxed. Yeah, and he's not invincible after that fight. That I, was to show the blueprint was given yeah. to Canelo. Yeah. And, and, and let, let's see, let's see uh, how, this, how this plays out. I think it's an exciting fight. No matter what, yeah. this is an action fight from yeah. start to finish. The fans win. The fans win, and <laughs> yeah. we win. We win. We get to yeah. see a great fight. Single to mile. This is becoming the the biggest fight um, day of the year. Yes. Single to mile, and it has been for a while now. Love it. Love um, it. And and we'll break down this fight definitely. really uh, succinctly in our in our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we're gonna have to. Yeah, are man. We, we, we did we cover everything today that I, we wanted to? Yeah, there there wasn't a whole a whole lot that right. I, that I wanted to cover and stuff, and I just figured we'd just okay, you know, cover these few things because I mean, we got next weekend we have um, yeah, there's no fight next weekend, but then the we got the twentieth fight, yeah. Um, then we're gonna start rolling, and then we're gonna see Lomachenko. You got it. Got we're some gonna, big fights. We're, we're, um, yeah, Some guy, uh, what's his name? Chocolate Kid Chocolate. He's got a fight coming up as Quillen. well. Qu- uh, Quillen, Peter yeah. Quillen. Speaking of Danny uh, Jacobs, because remember Jacobs knocked him out. Yeah, first round. Yeah, yeah. Then, I, he got dropped first, I think Jacobs, and then like a flash knockdown, yeah. and then uh, and then he, he put, him, put him to sleep. Yeah, was that that fight? Put him to sleep. I know he put him to I sleep, but remember. did he get? Did he yeah. get knocked down? I don't think so. I think he just put him. I can't recall. Yeah, I don't recall. So I, I, I like Kid Chocolate. Good to see him coming back. I hope he does well mm-hmm. in that division. Let's see. So we got Shakur Stevenson on the undercard. We got um, who else is on that undercard? Yeah, Shakur. Shakur Stevenson. Oh, uh, uh, the Puerto Rican. 
Um, Felix. No, oh, Felix no, no, Verdejo. Verdejo. Yes, yeah. yes. We're talking. We're speaking yeah. about that the Olympic gold yeah, medalist and a slick technical fighter. He's. he's I like the way he fights. Does, it, does he have the heart? I don't like a Kodo. I don't know yet. We don't yeah. know yet. These are like those um, Don King. Um, back in the day, those those fight cards where every fight was good. Yeah. Where the undercard was dope. The the main event was good. Yeah. But the undercard was dope too. Got to bring in more fans. So yeah. I, I I hope that trend still happens with good undercard fights. It will. It will. The the thing is, the fights have to be good. They ha- it can't be just like what USC like if USC fighters they're not fighting the top guy right that you and boxing you get you gotta fight people want to see the best guys fight each other yeah and that's then they're they're gonna pay their fees right. whatever fees you may have to incur for us yeah that's it right it's gotta go that way brother mm-hmm. yeah we that's all we care about we want boxing that's to thrive it. we do this greatest is, sport in the this planet. Is our sport. You get a little emotional, eh? Yeah, I do. The, I do. I freaking love front. boxing, man. <laughs> it's the greatest. Oh, I love it too. I'm always training. I'm training hardcore right yeah, now. Yeah, I noticed. You um, are. You're in good oh, shape. Yeah, I'm like, I'll do everything but spar, and that's going back to right. You know, we, I, we, I've, I fought a lot. I've sparred a lot. The sp- the sparring blows you take are a lot more. Yeah. Uh, impactful yeah and there's a lot more of them than than in a fight you're right so and now we got to talk about that, that too and uh i think that's something important we should talk about is yeah. sparring as a means of training but when is sparring mm-hmm. too, much? too much when do you back let's off? talk about that next well, our, yeah our next sparring you got the it advantages and disadvantages yep. and you can give us your on, I'll give on, you the from the medical yeah, point the of medical, view. Okay. That's why we got you here. All right. That's yeah. why I'm here, brother. All right. Take okay. us out. All right, guys. All right. This is um, the end of our fourth one. And we're going to have to do a little bit of this. You know? uh, oh, wait, wait. <laughs> That's it. That's a little better. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Till next week, guys. Doc and the boxer. Episode 4, we out, we out, we out, we out. Out, brother.